0: what up what up peeps i want to talk about my mentor gino Funzo. and I have talked about him before here, but I want to talk about the biggest thing that he taught me, okay? The person that I am now, and what I'm doing, and how I live, is because of him. Now, the career that I had within the nail industry, and still have, has a lot to do with him. The level of professionalism he taught me, the level of talking and interacting with clients... The level of marketing, the level of experience and service I give to my clients. I'm able to charge anything that I want because I have a level of really catering to the client. I have a level of nurturing the client, I have a level of the actual skill of doing their service, and really giving customer service beyond belief. So it's out of this world treats for the hands and feet. I actually came up with a massage technique my reflexology foot massage technique that I use is called the nausea massage and I call it out of this world treats for the feet and I do have an online pre-recorded class of that it's a certification class once you take it you'll do 12 services and then I will certify you in the nausea massage so you can check that out on my online academy now I want to share with you the biggest lesson that Gino Tronzo, my mentor, taught me happened after he died, not while he was alive. A lot of things that I teach you, I talk to you about, you know, the things that he did teach me and there will be continually more podcasts, there was previous ones, you know, everywhere else you follow me, if you do, lessons are from him, but I want to really share with you this nitty gritty one and it's something that we can all share if we're willing to admit it and face it okay and this is it dino died about three years ago when he was 46 okay and at that time i was think about 40 or uh, 43 okay and i hadn't had anyone in my life die that were close to me all the way until when i was 43 years old i didn't have you know grandparents die, friends nothing my first experience with death was with this gentleman, my mentor. And it was an out-of-the-blue death. He was on vacation in Mexico. He had a heart attack or something with his heart swimming in the water there, okay? And he never came back. So I was beyond shocked. Like, I was living with my grandmother, caring for her. She was in her late late 80s. I was going to visit my uncle, who was in New Jersey, who was my favorite uncle. He was 91. I got a phone call when I was visiting my uncle, who was 91, trying to soak in all the time I could with him, thinking that when this guy dies, who's my favorite person on earth, Gino, my friend and mentor and brother, will be there for me to help me get over my uncle's dickles death. Guess what? I'm sitting across from him in New Jersey eating pizza, my 91-year-old uncle, and I get a phone call that my mentor, 46-year-old, died now, Dickel is the one helping me get over Gino's death. So why I want to share this with you is to show you how I live completely different now. He still mentored me even after he left his body. Do you know why? Because his death changed my entire approach to my life. I take the approach knowing that This moment is all I have right now. The next moment, two minutes from now, might not be promised to me. By the time I publish this podcast, I'm going to schedule it. it, I might not be alive. You might not be alive, right? People don't want to talk about this because they somehow think, oh, just by me speaking into existence, I can control my death, whether I live or die. I doubt it. I think it's already been pre-written. But the thing is, me acknowledging that I don't have all the time in the world and that nothing is promised to me, and no one and no interaction is promised to me. So whenever I say goodbye to you, I really mean it. Goodbye for now. Because I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you next week. And a lot of people take this for granted. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I can't make it tonight. I'm too tired. I'll see you next week. I don't do that unless unless it's a factor of self-care. Like, yo, I've been pushing myself, which I try not to do anymore, but I've pushing myself, or I really just can't make it. But when people just want to get kind of, like, lazy and don't want to push themselves, like, ah, oh, man can't make it tonight but i'll see you next time it's like i don't live like that because i'm not actually sure if i'm gonna see you next time and i don't want to live with any regrets so his death although painful and although very shocking and i grieved a lot and i still do his death was the greatest gift he could have given me that was the greatest gift i received because i lived completely different i do not hesitate I'm still nervous to do this podcast. I don't know all the technical stuff, but do I do it? Yes, because I'm not sure if I'll have a chance next week to do it. I'm still nervous to speak on camera. Everyone who watches me will say, "Oh, you're still nervous. You get nervous. I can't believe it." I do. I'm still really nervous. I'm just more confident, and I know that I don't have tomorrow. See, the thing is, I don't hesitate any longer and that is why I'm so much more filled with joy and I'm so much more alive so a lot of my friends when well, I was like I'm dying that's why I do this I'm gonna die that's why I'm doing this I'm gonna die that's why I'm doing this I'm gonna die that's why I'm gonna go be with my grandma I'm gonna you know a friend pulled me aside and said you know I just wanted to know like are you actually like dying or are you just talking about how we're all gonna die and I was like no I don't have on paper some doctor sentence yet, like, you have this illness and you're going to die, but in essence, all of us do, we all want to sweep it out of the rug and not really talk about it, do you know what I'm saying, or just become this rogue thing like you're not promised tomorrow, but you're not really living like that, because you're still canceling on your friends, you're still hesitating, you're still trying to be perfect, you're still scared to share yourself with your clients, so it's like, if you can really let something sink in, if you've already had a death, or one is coming or you just want this to be a wake-up call to know hey what am I hesitating for I don't really know if I have 20 more years or five more years you don't even know if the earth has that much time we don't really know anything of what we think we know right so I um I don't want this to be a downer this is exciting to me if you take it as a downer well then I just find that you're not willing to talk about actual reality right because this is not a downer this is the thing that got me so much more um alive you know i took the toll to like lose all this weight i've lost 90 pounds i'm living so much more and i'm living so much more because i have accepted that i do not know when i'm going to die maybe it'll be when i'm 80 maybe it'll be tomorrow maybe it'll be next week maybe it'll be two years maybe it'll be five years but I, I don't want to live anymore being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell you tomorrow. Oh, I'll tell that person how much they mean to me tomorrow. Oh, I'll tell this person how much I could help them tomorrow. No, I don't hesitate. I do it right then and there. Or, you know, if I do hesitate, because some things, you know, take a little bit of time. So it's like, all right, I, I'm, I'm planning on doing that. I want to do that. And I'll leave you with this story. I have um, a really deep friend. Her name is Deeksha. I posted her on Instagram. I'm going to talk to her about her. i talked about her. She died last week, about two weeks ago. She was 83 and 84. She was planning a humongous party for when she was 85. She was, you know, like me. I got to see myself in her a lot. She was still traveling around. She had wrote eight books. She wrote, she was writing another book. She would just had a lot of energy. She was doing a lot of art. She just had a lot of energy, you know? So, energy isn't going to go if you keep it up. She was 83, 84. But she died last week. Not knowing, like, oh, you know, she's sick or she's old or she's in a hospital. No, she was getting on a plane. Her and I were, you know, I was trying to have her come out to one of my um, boardroom beauty classes in North Carolina or Florida so that she could give all of her love to the peeps. It was really great. But she died from a fall. She fell, and that fall did something with her heart, and she dropped dead right she was i wasn't thinking she was gonna die she wasn't in a hospital or sick she just did we had plans to see each other so things like that happen it's like oof there's another reason why i don't want to hesitate i didn't hesitate in telling her how much i loved her and how much she changed my life and how her friendship really you know healed me and made me feel loved and alive and i was trying to make plans with her like saying okay like when can we see each other? Should I come to Portland? Because that's where she lived. Can you come to New Jersey? Visit? Do you want to come to California? All that. Because we had a lot of trips planned, but they got canceled during COVID, so we didn't, haven't seen each other in those two years. But I still am not sitting here like, oh, no, regretful. And oh, no, because I was trying. And then God came in and she died. So I don't feel bad. Like, oh, no. You know, of course, I'm sad. Like, oh, I don't get to see her. But I know I did my best because I knew... I know time is ticking. It's easier to think time is ticking with these older people, these older family members, these older friends, but it's the same with your friends. It's the same with you. So I hope that this rattles your bones in a positive way so that it helps you to live your life right now, right today. Don't hesitate, and also don't use this to use to be magical thinking. Like, oh, she said I'm gonna die. I'm not gonna hesitate. I, okay, I do want to take that class, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a loan out for four thousand dollars and take it. I don't want people that can't afford stuff like that to go running into that and thinking that that's gonna be the solution, thinking that's living. What I just don't want you to do is to hesitate and to think that you have all the time in the world because you do not, right? You do not, and just live for real as if it's your last week and what would you really do what would you really say to the people right and some things you're not gonna be able to say it right there I did have something to mail her and say to her I wasn't able to but while she was alive I did enough so now I'm not sitting here in regret so that's how I live and that is the biggest lesson that my mentor Gino Trunzo gave me the biggest gift is to in his fashion what he would say when he was alive because he was a really good maintainer and starter and finisher. He didn't have any you know mail dragging that he had to open and all this so he'd always be like get it done. Get it done. The mail comes in, the email comes in, read it, get it done. Don't have it dragged over you. So that's in essence his same message that he gave here um, with his passing. So I hope I helped you. Love you all.